Welcome to the Travel Like a Boss podcast, the radio show all about traveling like a boss by being your own boss. Stay tuned for weekly interviews featuring guests that have built their own online businesses. If you would like to have access to our entire back catalog, visit travellikeabosspodcast.com for instant access. And here's your host, Johnny SD. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 89 of the Travel Like a Boss podcast. I'm here with Jose and Sherika from Australia. How are you doing? Yeah, Hi. awesome. Great to be here. <laughs> yeah, I'm really happy to have you two here. Uh, how did you guys, what brought you here to Chiang Mai? Um, dude, you. <laughs> you brought us here. Um, well, it's, uh, we, we just want to be um, in a place where it's conductive to um, starting our online business and uh our location independent lifestyle and um and uh based on what we've uh, read and what we've seen and heard that uh, chiang mai is is the the place where we could just really focus and um and do what we need to do so and uh yeah you've pretty much shown us uh the uh, the chiang mai way of living and uh yeah we we like it and uh yeah we're here that's really cool. It's, so I, I bumped into these two at Pun Space uh, earlier today and found out they're down here for the dropshipping retreat, which we're all going to go to pretty soon. So I'm excited for that. Uh, it was Whose idea was it actually to come here? Was it yours or Jericho's? Oh, it was Jose's. Was it? Yeah, okay. yeah, it was Jose's. So we come here first. Then we also have a look around what it feels like to be here <laughs> and then go to Krabi. Okay. Really cool. And did you, did you take much convincing or were you like, okay, I'll do it? Oh, no. We didn't just go for it. Okay, <laughs> yeah. why not? Yeah, okay. it's, a new, it's a new idea. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like it a lot. So the reason why I wanted to have you two on the show is a lot of people from the U.S. have a very easy time starting a dropshipping store. And, you know, I've met literally over 100 people who have successful stores in the U.S. Mm-hmm. But I haven't met that many people from other countries, especially mm-hmm. in Australia, even though there's a lot of people I've, I've seen sign up for the course and I just never hear from the, them again. And I always wonder if it's possible there, mm-hmm. uh, if, if it's a different business model, if it's just more complicated. And you hear all these things, but... I always hear from people who either aren't part, actually part of Anton's course or they, um, you know, kind of half tried and half didn't. So when I met you guys and you guys said that you guys are actually making sales, I was like, okay, you know what, you know, maybe it's not impossible. Um, what was your experience going through? So Sherika, you went through Anton's videos. Was, was it much different than his examples, even though he's from the US? Uh, actually for the videos, I went through all the videos and I, of course I used US stores to check out oh how was it because I don't have any other Australian stores to to compare with mm. yeah from that and then I had a look on my own on which suppliers suppliers to use yeah so pretty much it's okay yeah all, all I need is really hard work okay that's cool and so Jose you, you were telling me earlier that you actually had your own uh, dropshipping store before you found Anton? Yeah, so uh, basically how this all started, this whole dropshipping world opened up is um, the end of uh, 2014. I was really just browsing online and um, I've always wanted to uh, start my own business and have not just any business, but a business that would support my lifestyle. Like, um, you know, I wouldn't have uh, to be at a place at a certain time and and have the... Um, 
uh, I guess, the startup costs that would normally um, uh, be involved in a uh, bricks and mortar store. So it was a definitely a non-line model that I was seeking. And um, I was just browsing the internet. Um, I was actually looking for a pair of sandals <laughs> that um, I wanted to, to buy, like just really nice leather sandals. And um, I, I was browsing and uh, I came across this website and um, it, it actually had drop shipping. We drop ship and, uh, you, and it said that you can have your own custom designs. And I was thinking, hey, you know, I'm actually looking for these. Maybe I could scratch my itch and get into drop shipping this way. And so I contacted the supplier um, and got into an agreement. I sent them my designs and back and forth. Then I was pretty successful in actually um, producing the designs that I want, and so um, that uh, I fired fired up a uh, Shopify account, um, put in a theme, and then started selling the uh, the sandals. And um, I, I it, it was a long process, so about six months. Wow, six. Why did it take six months? It took six months because I didn't know what to do. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, my my e-commerce uh, I didn't have any e-commerce experience and um, I was just winging it I, I was thinking okay well all right I've got a store with Shopify I needed to make the website look great I need products to sell and um, and that was it and hopefully someone will buy and I'll figure it figure the rest of it uh, while I go through the process you know i was thinking all right i've got a beginner's mindset on i'm not going to um procrastinate i'm just going to take action and learn uh along the way now um uh during the process of that i was trying to learn the ins and outs of drop shipping and um you know uh just going through uh some podcasts and resources i discovered uh anton's course right and um i didn't uh, I kept seeing Anton's course pop up, you know, and um, it was, um, and I, I told Sherika, hey, you know, check this out. Do you want to, do you want to have a look? And um, we, we um, had a look at uh, his course and um, she signed up for it. I was still operating my sandal store. And um, after a few weeks, uh, I saw the progress that Sherika was making, you know, and um, I said, uh, so I started my store 2014 and um, it took me six months to actually get it open and um, and Sherika had her store up in just a few weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's a big, big like, difference, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. With, with any help, yeah, it will be easy. But without, without any help, without any of Anton's course, I won't be able to do it. So you think... So did you have a technical background? Before, I used to check up on things on WordPress because I had an idea I want to do blogging. Mm -hmm. But uh, I ex experienced that there's no guide. There's nothing. There's no, no what to do, step by step what to do. Mm. I just go with it. It is hard. It is hard. I was able to do it, but it is hard. Yeah. So, and then I find that on this dropshipping method of Anton's, it is easy. It's much easier. I think that's really cool. And I, I honestly 100% believe that even though there's some people out there that can just do it on completely on their own and they don't need any guidance for the majority of us, and I would say it's probably 99% of people, we would benefit and save so much time if we just follow a course. Yeah, that's right. I, I totally agree. Now, I, I'm pretty much the first-hand experience of that. 
I'd say um, if I know uh, about the um, about Anton's um, method, then I would have started on that instead of trying to spend countless hours trying to figure it out all by myself. Now, um, that store that uh, I started by myself, it's I've just put it on the shelf because what I've I've uh, joined Sherika um, in that store that she's um, she's opened because it's just. Uh, gathered so much momentum and um, it's actually making money whereas uh, my store actually just produced a couple of sales and um, I actually tried to implement some DSL um, uh, I guess uh, methods to my uh, store but um, it it hasn't um, improved uh, at all so um, in terms of sales so or traffic or 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 whatever there is actually a method there that um, Sherika has uh, has followed and um, that we're now together doing and uh, we can definitely see results and um, yeah it's a it's a very easy process to follow yeah I think it's it's kind of hard like when you take an existing store that didn't follow the system and then you try to patch it up with you know a couple magic bullets it doesn't really it's like putting a band-aid on a broken back that's right <laughs> where it's so much easier to be like okay well we have this healthy horse <laughs> let's just focus our energy on this one than the than the one that's on the shelf that's right no i i, I totally agree and um our priority is definitely the the income and um having a sustainable profitable online business now um Sherika's store is low-hanging fruit for me to actually try to get my store up to a level where um uh, it's actually profitable would take a lot more um i guess headaches and and um a lot more capital as well yeah. so. so kind of just to warn everyone listening to this if if you guys want to try to do it on your own without joining a course don't sell sandals <laughs> uh, i think you know i think anton actually almost uses that as i don't know about sandals specifically but he uses like apparel as an example of what not to sell he says the price is way too low uh there's too many sizes and there's gonna be a lot of returns so you're gonna have a lot of customer service headache there's not enough margins you know there's all these kind of bad reasons uh why you shouldn't sell something like (laughs) but it was good that what it it gave you that learning experience you know even though it took six months it was still you know you still learn a ton from that and because you were researching job shipping you were able to find Anton's course and be like okay well now let me just get in uh so Shikha I have a question for you so a lot of people from Australia are, or you know, maybe from some other parts of the world that aren't American will, will kind of wonder um, what is the actual steps of starting the store that's different. So for as an American, um, actually, yeah, have this. We'll, we'll just go through, through all the steps from like A to Z, and I'll say as an American what we do, and then if it's any different for you as an Australian. Okay. Okay. So uh, as an American, when I start some kind of online business, I can just do it under my name. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, same, same thing. Yeah. If okay. I do it on my name, it, there's no cost on that. Okay, easy. Yeah, it's free. So we have a social security number. Do you have mm-hmm. something similar? Oh, yeah, yeah. We already have it because we're already working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone has that okay. when they're working. All right. Yeah. So, um, you know, now I'm doing business under my name. It's fine. I buy a domain name. I'm, I'm assuming it's the same. Yeah, oh, unfortunately, .com.au is not available in Shopify. Oh, really? So you okay. need to go to GoDaddy. Okay, but was it hard to link them the two up or no? Oh, uh, 
it's all right. It's all right. With Anton's course, I was able to just use use Laura's instructions. Okay. Yeah, I, I think stuff like that. Like, if you just saw it on your own and you're like, what is this crazy? What are these crazy like DNS servers and numbers? Mm-hmm. You're like, this is insane. Mm-hmm. But you're right. If you just follow. You know, someone's screenshot and they're like, okay, I'm, I'm copying and pasting this and putting it here. And you're like, okay, that makes sense. All right. So next would be then the, I guess, niche, niche research. Um, so you said that you were actually researching products in the US. Did you even research the competitors in Australia before you chose your niche? Yeah, at first uh, I had a look at US products and then, and then I went on to Australian online stores mm-hmm. or what are available there and then had a look on made, made a list a long list of products and then cut it down into to 10 and then actually I've um, taking me a while say okay uh, I think for me if I will be the set buyer I'll buy this one so I'll buy uh, okay very <laughs> cool uh, about approximately how many online competitors do you have for your niche for now I think 10 Okay, so that's quite it a is, bit. Yeah, quite, it's quite a, a lot. Bit. And is that just Australian competitors? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and are they when you look at their stores? You know, do they look like they're you know up to date and like Shopify stores, or do they look like these old? Only one or two. Okay. Yeah. So that that's always a good way to kind of figure out if you can be competitive or not is mm. if your store just looks better. Mm. Yeah, looks if if their store looks not professional, mm-hmm. of course people would say, oh, I can't even see the product. In real life, mm-hmm. how would I uh, trust this person if their store is not that good? Mm-hmm. That definitely makes sense. So I don't know what it's still like now in, um, in the U.S. because it's been a few months since I've done lots of niche research. But even even a few months ago, I would find stores that look like they were built 10 years ago on like Yahoo or something. And they didn't even have a buy now button. They make a call in. There was one that was so bad where... Uh, to get the shipping, you have to like print out this PDF that ha- and find your zone, and then <laughs> calculate that on and mail some mail a check in to them. And I was thinking, it's like you know what? I, I can, I'm pretty sure I can just dominate this niche because nobody's gonna want to do that. Uh, was it was that kind of the case in Australia where there's some stores that just didn't have like an easy online ordering system? Oh yeah, there are others that you would you would if you want to buy, you need to call them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are some that it's very hard to have a look at the products and to think that they have that kind of stores and then I would see their reviews and the, an external online review mm-hmm. website. They do have sales, so it means yeah, I, I can get a portion of that pie. Yeah, that makes sense. So the, these external review sites, are they like Amazon? ProductReview.com. Okay. You, yeah. Is that an Australian thing? Or yeah. That a, okay. So there you go. That, that's a very kind of good tip for people to, if they want to research their competitors. Check that out. Um, so after this research, so now we've got to call suppliers, right? Uh, when you were most of them familiar with dropshipping, or did you have to kind of jump through hoops and convince them to do it? Most of them are okay to to do dropshipping. Although I don't use that word, mm-hmm. I just explain. Oh, do you do this? Okay. Uh, deliver. And uh, only a few that doesn't know those things and they still don't accept online-only stores. Okay. So how many total suppliers were there possible and how many did you actually end up getting? 
I think I've called 20, okay. 20 suppliers, and but, uh, but now I'm into, I think, 11. Oh, you got 11? Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, that's awesome, yeah. actually. It's not, the suppliers in uh, Australia doesn't have much as much products as compared mm. to US. Okay. Yeah. I don't know, some US products would, uh, US companies, they would have 100 products, mm-hmm. but here in Australia, no. So like on average, yeah, how many do have? 20. Okay. That's still 20, fine, though. Yeah. So less. do you know how many products you guys have total now? I think we've got about 500 products. Uh-huh. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. That's cool. very cool, man. <laughs> and are you done uploading all of them or is that your job? <laughs> they're, they're all uploaded, but um, it's just a matter of really trying to, um, uh, trying to project the uh, product um, in a, uh, in a be- beneficial way to the, uh, the customer. And um, these, these products that we sell, they're, they're, they're beautiful and um, and uh, it, it is di- difficult to try to um, have an idea of what the product's like online unless you're actually physically looking at it. And so uh, the customer is reliant on the website to actually communicate that. And that is, uh, uh, that is something that um, Anton goes through in his course to, um, to help us uh, deal with that. Okay. I, I, I think that's cool. So I think one of the biggest concerns people had from either Australia or some other countries like the UK, which is kind of a similar market as well, is people always say like, oh, there's none of these suppliers dropship. Uh, and that's probably why you don't use the term because they probably don't dropship, mm-hmm. but they will mail directly to your customer after mm-hmm. you purchase <laughs> with your card on file, which is what exactly what we want. Um, and I honestly think that you know, after meeting the two of you, and I've I've met a few other people who have done job shipping successfully in Australia, uh, but the all all the people online that I don't know that's you know usually not part of the course, all of them are like, oh yeah, oh mate, that doesn't work out here. <laughs> <laughs> they probably uh, want to keep it to themselves, perhaps. You know, it, it could be that to be honest, but I honestly think a lot of people just they hear from someone on some random website or some forum from someone who's never tried it, never called a supplier, or maybe they called a supplier, but they didn't have a demo mm-hmm. store. They didn't know what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, you know, they're like, no, we don't, you know, we don't do that. And they spread it to the world. It's like, oh, Josh, I mean, doesn't work in Australia. Yeah, um, no, it, it definitely works. I mean, we wouldn't still be doing this uh, if it didn't. And um, again, my store, I would consider it as not being a success, the one that I started, but it's not, uh, it's not failing because of the model. It's because of the elements within that model. And uh, one of those elements is the uh, niche selection. And, um, and that's where, um, where that major component um, is, uh, is, not, um, is not working. And Anton actually covers the niche selection in the course. So um, that, that'll save anyone um, a lot of trouble. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I know one thing that is a little bit more difficult in Australia because it's a big country. What do you do about shipping? Do you have like a free shipping offer on everything or do you have zones? How does that work? Yeah, for me, I do the free shipping option. Mm-hmm. Although at first, I was just guessing on the pricing. that I do get sales, but the profit's very low. Okay. But now I just change it. It's no point having sales, but I don't get profit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to, to, top, to have a, a high-priced item, uh, I just decided, I just made a, a good website to have a look at at least they have the trust they have the good customer service 
Yeah, that's what I can offer. Okay. So, are is your prices higher than some of the competitors? I'm almost. I'm higher than the low end. The lowest website. Yeah. And the lowest one? Do they offer free shipping or no? No. Okay. No. So th- there's a there's a chance that you know a lot of people just don't like paying for shipping, even yeah, if. Yeah. They have to do the math and try to figure mm-hmm. out, like, oh, okay, is this really cheaper with mm-hmm. the shipping or not? A lot of people are just the principle of it. They're just mm-hmm. like, I want it. I want it included. Yeah, yeah. I don't care if the cost of the item is a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's so much more convenient for us. It doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like being ripped off. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when I go to a restaurant and they try to charge me for, you know, yeah, something, you know, something, you know, charge for rice or something. You know, <laughs> like a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> I'm like, what are they trying to do? You know, they're trying to sneak in here. <laughs> And I honestly wish they would just include it. And they would just mm-hmm. say, "Look, this mm-hmm. is you know, it, it just it's all inclusive." Mm-hmm. Makes it easier for the customers. Yeah, it's another form of customer service as well. Yeah, and there's uh, less friction in the uh, buying process because uh, putting ourselves in the customer's uh, mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want to think about shipping costs and fees and whatnot. We just want the uh, the product, and uh, we um, we want to make sure that we're buying from a reputable um, online retailer, and um, and uh, that that's pretty much what matters to a customer. Yeah, hundred percent. And also, people feel like they're being. Um punished for living in a different part of australia so like you know all the all the people from tasmania are like oh mate we know why you know why do we have to pay twice as much shipping than just because we're not from sydney (laughs) the first few customers uh we had were from far Mm -hmm. states yeah so that that's a good example of people people wanted free shipping yeah, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for all my stores, I do the same thing. I do free shipping, and even though for the people that happen to be near my supplier, I'm, my profit is huge. Yeah. And then for the people that live on the coast, they live in New York or somewhere, then my profit is a lot smaller because the shipping's higher. But I figure it just you know it just averages out. You know, mm-hmm. throughout the month or throughout the year, it just averages mm-hmm. out. Sometimes I get lucky, sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I just have it set so I never lose money. Mm-hmm. Uh, one piece of advice I would give you is, mm-hmm. if at all possible, mm-hmm. try to match the lowest price, just because you'll show up better on like different ads or on searches mm-hmm. where people they see that. And one thing you can experiment with. Uh, is having a flat rate shipping. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for example, some places will have like $10 shipping mm-hmm. anywhere in Australia. Mm-hmm. And that way you can have your advertised prices lower and then people, they see it's only $10 flat rate mm-hmm. and to them it's still free. You know, it's pretty much free anyways. Mm-hmm. So these are all little things you can you can toy around with mm-hmm. to maybe get some more sales, mm-hmm. but while still keeping profitable. That's mm-hmm. a good tip. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, upsell. <laughs> Uh, I was listening to an um, audiobook today called uh, Sell or Be Sold, and he was talking about the, the power of this. He calls it the second sale. Mm-hmm. And what that is, is he said, you know, you know, do you ever catch yourself spending like an hour and a half doing research on one product, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and then do you spend like 30 seconds to buy the accessory item or like the, you know, the upsell, and you don't even think about it. You're just like, oh yeah, I'm just going to buy that. Yeah. So if you can, um, and I teach this in Optimize Like a Boss, my my optimization course, basically figure out what are some complementary items that people who buy your main product might also want. Mm-hmm. And it even could be something like, um, you know, buy a package of two of these, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, have it be a slightly better value. So people are like, oh, yeah, I, I want the, I want the, you know, the package. Uh, you save on shipping, you know, you already have the customer anyway, so if you can make an extra few bucks from them, why not? Yeah, great. 
So I think at the at the retreat, you know, people, you, like we're all going to learn so much. Uh, what made you decide that you guys wanted to go to that? Well, okay. Um, the Shirka's, uh, the store that she started with uh, D, uh, the Anton Method, that's, um, we wanted to be pretty much in an environment where we're surrounded by people doing the same uh, same uh, business and who are succeeding in that. Now, where where we're from, um, it's the usual, you know, uh, work um, at um, at a job, and um, I guess uh, being surrounded by other uh, people of the same uh, mindset that rubs on uh, our um, our uh, performance, and um, it would make a difference that we learn from these people that um, uh, from from where they are now. Uh, we can um, um, take lessons and uh, be where they uh, they are now, and um, and that's that. Okay, yeah, I like that. You know, I honestly think that when you're surrounded by people who are doing well, it it just gives you so much more motivation. Uh, so we just had lunch today with a guy named Isaac, uh, who's a, also a member of the course, and he's crushing it. Um, and the four of us out to, to lunch, it's like a, it's a, you know, I think it's a, like a new, it's a different feeling, you know, knowing that everybody has some kind of online business, that everyone's making sales, everyone, it's, a, it's almost like we're very optimistic in life. That's, yeah, right. that's right. And, and there's a common bond, I guess, um, when you, you, you're able to connect with people of the same goals and the mindset. And uh, that's crucial. If you're trying to struggle by yourself, you could learn from those where you want to be. Yeah, and you know it's a long journey by yourself too, because like I've been doing this for you know three almost three years now, two and a half years. Uh, and in the beginning, it was hard because nobody really understood what I was doing. You know, everyone had their opinions about it. And then even before that, even when I was just traveling, people had their opinions about that. <laughs> you know, and it was hard because I didn't really have anything to show for it yet. I didn't really, I wasn't, you know, I didn't have any money. I didn't, have, you know, I was getting older, and I was. And people were like, "Oh, you should go back home and get a real job." Um, you know, what about your career? What about this? What about that? And it used to worry me. I used to, you know, I used to think like, "Oh, maybe they're right." You know, maybe I shouldn't have left my career. And you know, maybe I can get the the raise so I can make sixty thousand dollars this year. You know, maybe I can become the the manager. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, and I think it wasn't until very recently, like literally until this last year, where now finally I'm like, you know what, this was the right decision. <laughs> <laughs> totally agree. And um, yeah, just meeting people who are at that stage is it's uh, I wouldn't know how to describe it. You know, it's it's real life living this lifestyle. I can't describe it any anymore. Yeah, and most of the times things don't happen what you want, uh, what you want it to be. So yeah, it just takes time and hard work. So have you two put in a lot of work on the on the store? Oh yeah, every oh, yeah. day, every weekend. <laughs> Pretty much, um, w- what it is is we're still working in our jobs, but uh, we spend uh, our one hour before going to work and uh, a few hours after. Uh, work every day and on weekends we um we go to the library and we just uh knuckle down and uh we just uh do it because um it it doesn't feel like work for us it it feels like we're actually trying to work towards uh, our dream and um and uh it's fun you know it's i always think it's a process you know Uh, smell the roses along the way you know the the struggle and uh it's a it's a fantastic struggle do you agree with that, Sharka? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because it, 
thinking about going to work every day and then having that experience all the same thing it doesn't change but we need to do something alter what we are doing to do to have a change like I, I totally agree with that I mean I don't hate my job at all I actually I find it very pleasant and uh, I get along with my workmates and even my manager I, I find him to be a great guy but it's the same um, for us and uh, we could get really comfortable in life and you know we see life as something more and uh, we want that adventure and we want to pretty much earn our time and freedom and so that's why we're doing this I, I really respect that like truly deeply I respect that and I'm also very happy for the two of you that have the same goals you know it's it's almost I mean did you guys know that when you two met that you I mean yeah I mean how did you two meet oh well I met no, I met Shoka through my cousin who was dating her then friend. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh, it was a bit of a, a, a meet-up or um, a, a chance to sort of uh, get to know her friends. And so, no, we, we didn't know that we um, had this sort of same mindset. But I guess it's about being really open to what we want. Mm -hmm. You know, as um, definitely as a couple, we need to be aligned to where we want to be in life and um, it's uh, it's a very empowering um, feeling to know that your significant other is definitely on board with with uh, what you're doing and we could um, she's she's the best business partner I could ever have so <laughs> oh, that's really nice yeah and, and you two got married uh, a few years ago yes we got married um, three and a half years ago mm -hmm. and um, yeah and ever since we've we've grown and uh, I guess starting a business is uh, is one way to really enhance uh, your your relationship uh, in one way or another. <laughs> yeah, it will test it. <laughs> and you know what? When me and Larissa started our store together, it was a lot of it was fun, and a lot of it was very like testing. You know, because we have to confront you know topics that we don't want to talk about. Um, it's not just you know fun and games. You know, it's not like she goes to work, stress is there, and then we come home and just have fun. It's you know we are trying to build something together. And in retrospect, you know it was one hundred percent worth it. Uh, and I think during the time, you know, ninety nine percent of the time, it was it was, it was a great bonding experience. Uh, so I, I really encourage you know anyone who has a partner who's also interested in it. I, I think it's a it's a it's worth trying. Um, most definitely, and. Um it's an experience, you know, it's a, it's another experience that you have with your partner, but it's an experience where you're building uh, not just re your relationship, but also a business. Mm -hmm. So do you think that, I mean, so do you two um, kind of delegate tasks? Like, do you, do you guys have your own responsibilities at the store or do you both do this, you know, like, uh, how, how do you guys split tasks? Yeah, we have our own tasks. Since I started the, the website first, so I already had the... The one that's doing the calling of the customers, mm -hmm. upload most some products, uh, but him he's most of doing the back end type thing. Yeah, so, so, <clears throat> so Shoka had the store up and running, and um, now uh, it, it's a lot of work, and so uh, she's looking after the customer service, supply relationships, as well as the social media, and I look after the the back end side, which is the website design, the optimization, the product descriptions. Uh, all the technical bits and pieces and so it's a great um again a uh, a, a great de de delegation mix i actually enjoy the technical stuff whereas uh she really enjoys the the customer service and uh the the engagement sort of area 
Okay. Yeah, that's really cool. So, yeah, me and Larissa kind of do something similar. Um, she does... So now that's set up, now that's actually set up, um, she runs the day-to-day customer service uh, and fulfills orders, does a kind of the accounting part of it. And then I mainly make sure the ads are running, uh, that we're getting traffic. Uh, I try to optimize it better, even though I haven't spent as much time on this store as I, as I have on my other one. Um, but... Yeah, it's been good. You know, mm-hmm. we had a really good month this month, so oh, pretty happy good. with that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, so what do you do about handling calls? Because you have a full-time job. What, what do you do for work? Uh, I'm a pharmacist. Okay. So yeah. are you there fulfilling um, drugs and then fulfilling <laughs> orders? Or what are you doing? Yeah, a, uh, yeah. a pharmacist in Australia, in a community pharmacy, uh, we're in front. We're sort of like a retail store. Mm-hmm. So I'm in front of customers. I think that's what I get my experience from doing customer service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, when you're at work, are you answering the calls on your on your cell phone, or do you have, like what do you do? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I have my I have a VA wherein they answer the call mm-hmm. on the first call they answer, and then they just say, "Oh, we'll get, call you back. They're unavailable at the moment." And then when I get a chance, then I call them back. Okay, cool. Yeah. So it's just like a, a call service? Yeah. How yeah. did you find them? I'll just Google them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and you're pretty happy with their service? or? Yeah, yeah, they're good. They're okay. good. Yeah. Even uh, it's 24 hours, they're open. Okay. Yeah, anyone calls, they answer. Yeah. And I also have my contact form on the website in case oh. the customer's emails. That's the one option of conversation I, I prefer. Yeah. Although if in case they do want someone to talk to, at least they know someone, the call gets answered on the first ring. Okay, that's cool. And h- how many calls do you get a day approximately? Are they not much? Yeah. Usually in a week, one or two. That's it? Okay, yeah, that's yeah, easy. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you pay the service? Uh, for standard, it's $15 uh-huh. plus $2.75 per call. Okay, so fifteen dollars a month, yeah, and yeah. then five bucks a week. That's a standard standard um, plan. If I okay. go high up, oh, it's right. different. That's yeah. not bad. Yeah, yeah, that's so. the cheapest. Okay, nice. And I'm sure it's nice as um, for the the customer to hear a live voice and then know mm-hmm. that it's a real company, even if they can't answer the the questions. Mm-hmm. I mean, do they have like a can they answer any questions or do they always just take a message and bring Oh, yeah, you? they can answer any question, but that's a higher plan. Oh, okay. Yeah, but at the moment, I think for now, I'll do the answering. Yeah. But uh, if it comes to a point where I'm too busy in in, in our dropshipping okay. store, then maybe I can delegate so, it. So as a customer, I'll call in and I'll be like, I'll have a question about a specific product or about a shipping time or something. And no matter what the question is, the rep's going to say, oh, you know what? Sherika actually handles that. Uh, she's away from her desk right now, but I'll have her call you right back. Is that how it works? From what I know, they would say, oh, let me let me just check. I'll put you on to someone. And then after a while, they would, they would say, oh, they're unavailable at the moment. Yeah, we'll we'll bring you back. Okay. Unfortunately, yeah, they they will they won't answer the the the, the question, question in case. Okay. Yeah. I think I'll, that's gonna... what I know. Yeah. Okay. Although I I find that sometimes they would get, get details of the, the oh. inquiries, which is good. Yeah. I get the details first, and then I'm ready to give mm. them the answer before I call them. Okay, that definitely makes sense. Yeah. Um, do you mind sharing the name of that service you use? Virtual headquarters. Virtual headquarters. Okay, yeah. cool. So yeah, if anyone never needs uh, that kind of service because you are traveling Thailand mm-hmm. and aren't mm-hmm. by your phone, <laughs> or if you're a pharmacist, <laughs> I guess it's an easy way to handle your customer service, right? Uh, so 
Aside from the, what we've already talked about, do you think there's any other hard, like hardships of starting a store in Australia that you wouldn't have had to deal with if you were in the US? It's hard to tell because we don't have any experience doing it in the US. Mm-hmm. At the moment, our experience is uh, probably with the suppliers, there might be more suppliers that are willing to do drop shipping if in case, yeah, they're more familiar with drop shipping. I almost feel like it's a wild west still in Australia. Mm-hmm. Right? There's just, there's probably a lot more untapped markets, mm-hmm. more untapped niches. Uh, maybe it might take a little bit longer to find, or maybe there's not enough, you know, suppliers for each like individual tiny niche. Mm-hmm. But to me, I always tell people like, well, if there's not enough suppliers for that specific niche, just niche up. And instead mm-hmm. of selling like mm-hmm. just that specific product, why not sell products that are like similar to it or kind of in, in the family of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, and is, is that what you do? Is, is your store a little bit more broad or is it like a very specific type of item? No, it's just one one niche. Okay. Yeah. So, Although the, most of our competitors mm. are department store mm. uh, websites. And you know, that's actually a big yeah. reason why you guys are doing well, mm. uh, because you're specializing in that. Yeah. So out of those, you said you said there was 10 competitors? Yeah. Uh, how many of them are specialized in just your niche? I think three. Okay. So yeah. in, my, in, like in my mind, you only have three competitors. Mm-hmm. Because whenever someone sells everything, they're not really mm-hmm. a competitor. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like saying um, Walmart is a competitor to like... You know, a place that sells just TVs, you know, mm. like it's, you know, Walmart's technically competitor to everybody. <laughs> but if you, you know, if you are like a specialty watchmaker or something, <laughs> Walmart's not really your competitor. You yeah. know, they just happen to also sell some watches. Mm. Yeah, I like it. So uh, I'm really, really happy that both of you, you know, didn't get deterred. Like, did you, was there any, like, did you do any research when you, when you signed up for Animal's course? Yeah. Not really. Yeah, no, we didn't do any uh, research. Uh, again, going back to what I was saying earlier, I was looking for drop shipping resources, and I just kept uh, uh, seeing Anton's course uh, 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 being advertised. And once he appeared on the Empire Flippers podcast, then I thought, okay, well, this guy knows what he's talking about. And so uh, I got Shaker to sign up, and uh, that was pretty much it. And well, you know what? I'm glad that it worked that way because I think if you, like, I think if you research anything too much, too much you're always going to find naysayers. And with us, dropshipping in Australia in particular, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, mate, you know, dropshipping doesn't work out here. <laughs> uh, so it's good that you didn't listen to them and you just did, anyways. <laughs> Yeah. But I think because you at least had a couple sales with your sandals company, you knew dropshipping itself works. Uh, yes, that's right. And uh, the sandals uh, store, I was actually selling to people in the States. So they were my main customers because the reason for that, I thought, okay, well, the US has, what, 230 million people? That's a lot of feet. And, uh, you know, if I could get, you know, a few feet from that, <laughs> then uh, that was my logic. And so um, even though Anton's course, uh, I, I didn't actually think about it as being like a US-based uh, course. I just thought, okay, well, this is a drop shipping uh, uh, course based on that uh, model. And so uh, we we signed up to it and 
no regrets. Okay, that's cool. I never thought of it as a U.S. only based store. I think that's just what I've been hearing around the internet mm-hmm. lately. Cool. You know, people complaining, saying, "Oh, you know, like the laws in whatever country are different." Um, but you know what? I mean, there's always going to be something that comes up. And if with any business, you know, if you want to open a coffee shop in your country, mm-hmm. it's going to be a little bit different than opening a coffee shop in this country. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you really want to do it bad enough, you'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not impossible. Like, it's it's one of those things where, you know, there's no country where it, it's impossible. <laughs> there are, I mean, I'll, I'll name the, the countries where it'll be much harder to a point where I probably wouldn't personally do it. Syria, uh, anywhere in the Middle East. North Korea. North Korea, anywhere in Africa. Um, Iceland. Oh, no, Iceland might be fine. <laughs> Antarctica, <laughs> uh, may, I don't know, maybe South America. I don't know anyone who's done it there. But if you're from like a normal, I don't say normal, but Western like a democracy. Western, yeah, like yeah. a Western democracy country, yeah. it'll it'll either a hundred percent work, or you could figure out a way to like you know, with a little bit of research to make it work. So Australia, the U.S., Canada, pretty much all of Europe, England. Uh, I've met people from like Holland that have done really well. Uh, if you're from any of the Nordic countries like Scandinavia or um, like Sweden, they kill it out there. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, just because there's no, first off, there's no Amazon in Sweden. Uh, and actually in Australia, is Amazon a big competitor? Uh, no. Uh, I had a look at Amazon's website in Australia and all they sell are books and um, just Kindle um, digital um, ebooks, but no physical products. So I think I think eventually they will take over, just like they've taken over everywhere mm. else. But this is a good opportunity for people now, where you don't have this six million ton gorilla sitting on your chest. <laughs> you know, you know, you still it's still possible to have the the little guys come up. So you, I mean, if you guys really tried, you, know, you guys could be the, the next Amazon. Man, that that'll be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So what are your, your goals uh, of, of this store? This store is basically serving as a springboard for other future stores. And uh, luckily, uh, we've been, uh, Sherika's uh, store that she started has been successful. It's making sales, it's profitable. She's got suppliers, she's got customers, and uh, that will then... Uh, we'll use the profits to uh, start up new stores. And there's two of us, so I'll be starting my store uh, using the DSL method <laughs> <laughs> from scratch. And uh, we'll just have a portfolio of these and, uh, and uh, yeah, have have that life um, living off that income. I like it. So at, at some point, like let's say your the income of these stores matches your current income. Are you gonna say goodbye to the the pharmacist and the the full time IT IT job? <laughs> oh yes, of course. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. No hesitation. Oh no, no. Although we love, yeah, I love my work. Uh-huh. Yeah, although it it really ties up my time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the location we where we want to go, we can't go. We need to always ask permission from someone. Exactly, and uh, we're only here in Thailand for about two and a half weeks, and and uh, it's because of work restrictions to our uh, schedule that we could only allot this time. And so if we uh, uh, if we had the freedom, then we'd uh, we'd stay longer. But that's uh, that's definitely a goal that we're working towards, and it's very realistic because we've got something profitable, and that'll just translate even further. 
Now, all, all you have to do is scale. That's right. All right. So really happy to meet both of you. Uh, best of luck with your stores. Uh, we'll hang out a little bit more down in Krabby at the retreat. Uh, any, any last words for everyone? Do it. Just uh, sign up for Anton's uh, method and, uh, and uh, work, work hard and enjoy the process. And this is a future that you're building. You know, you could build someone else's future, but this is your life build that life and 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 live it and uh it it, it can be done you know I, I really like that you keep referring to the dropship course as anton's method because did you know that's my link or did, are you doing it like as a favor or <laughs> are you is that which is what you call it oh that's uh that's natural because uh, uh i know that it is it is your link uh-huh. and um and uh yeah it is it goes to the same course so I appreciate that. Thank you so much. No worries. I think it's from listening to your podcast. <laughs> That's, why. That's right, Johnny. It's, it's <laughs> hammered into my head. <laughs> hey, it's, it, this has worked. <laughs> it's worked. Yeah. But yeah, uh, if you guys ever did want us to sign up for the course, uh, please do use my link so I can get credit for referring you. It's antonmethod.com or you can follow the link in the resources page on johnnyfd.com or here in the show notes. Uh, Jose, Sherika, thank you so much for being on the show. Everyone who's been leaving these awesome five-star reviews on iTunes, thank you guys so much. It's helped incredibly get this, this show growing. Uh, I'll reach people in freaking Australia. <laughs> so it's, now it's, it's international. So uh, everyone, I'll see you next week. Ciao. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Travel Like a Boss podcast. If you want to hear more, including the bonus, how to choose the perfect niche episode, join our mailing list at travellikeabosspodcast.com. See you next week. And remember, if you want to travel like a boss, you need to be your own boss. So start your online business today and start living the lifestyle you've always dreamed of.